Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, Here we go. One take wonders. One take. Bridget and I were just talking about how we wanted to do this in one take as if we stop and record the podcast multiple times every week. <laughs> Brooke just does excellent cutting work most weeks. Editless. Editless when we go. Edit Editless like, wonders. Yeah. So if we say something about you. <laughs> sorry. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. Usually, <laughs> I, usually I cut shit about you. You. <laughs> With a capital Y. <laughs> Um, oh, but who are we're you? doing it in one take because we are recording this on Thursday night, as you may have noticed. And if you do not follow us on social media, fuck we, you. <laughs> yeah, first of all, fuck you. Second of all, um, we are now coming out on Fridays, which is exciting because Fridays, um, and, uh, TGIF, TGIF, it's already Thursday Thank God it's night. fuck day. So, <laughs> my favorite day of the week. And from this episode tonight. So we, uh. Yeah, wow, way to, way to bring it around. Bring it bring around it around town. town. I, man, there's just no way to say certain things without Last Saturday night, I um, taught three classes. Or last Saturday, I taught three classes, and then I was going to meet people for dinner and a show, because mm-hmm. that's my life. Uh-huh. And I put my pants on, and the zipper just like open yeah so i had to buy a pair of leggings which i was really pissed about because i was like i've been so good about like packing clothes mm-hmm. um and all i could think of was the day i ripped my <laughs> pants which i didn't i didn't rip my pants no your zipper my zipper just died <laughs> <laughs> it harry carried itself exactly harry carry harry carry do you, you guys know what Harry Carey is? I only know of it because the I went to singer. school. Well, yeah, but also because I went to school in Chicago. And I, that's what I think of every time is that restaurant that's on. Oh, well, here. yeah, he's the he's the Cubs guy. Mm-hmm. But also Harry carrying yourself is with the I think right. it's like a knife. Right. And you're just yeah. like up side. Th- you yes. like basically <laughs> like cut a square out of your tummy. Mm, delicious. And that's how I want to go. That's how I want to give birth. Whoa. <laughs> just cut a square in my tummy. No, that would kill the baby. That's how that's how Catelyn Stark went. Spoilers. Oh God. Um, have you seen the stuff coming about, out about the new season? No. Including what's her name, Gwendolyn, who plays um, badass Lady Knight. Oh yeah, Bryn, Brienne Bryn, of Tarth. Brienne of Tarth. Um, direct quote: <laughs> Everyone's gonna need therapy after this season. No, I like. I can't. I'm not I emotionally know. prepared for that. I did just watch all of the season two of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm really excited to watch it. I've it's... been saving it until I'm done. Wait, talk about that because then I have a show I've been meaning to talk about that I want to say a couple of things. Tell me about M- Mrs. Maisel. It just is like 
so nice to have a show that was made just for me. <laughs> yep. Like pretty much a small talkative Jew mm-hmm. with a lot of weird Spunk and fire. Like and the Paladinos are, who, I am who I am mm-hmm. because of the Paladinos, mm-hmm. because of Gilmore Girls. Like the, the reason why I talk a hundred miles a minute and uh, yep. I'm too sarcastic and crass for any man. <laughs> that's it that's the root of it all that's the root of it all i don't even remember if i read this or heard someone saying it or where it came from but in the last 48 hours the phrase oh i do remember nope i'm gonna be wrong about that so i don't want to say it what a journey um yep so sorry everyone (laughs) that's what it's like to be in my head at all times uh basically the quote is um i'm when men tell me i'm intimidating i say no you're intimidated by me because there is a difference. And I think I love reshaping a narrative. Yes, I love to flip a narrative. As you know on Splat the Podcast, we love a narrative. We love, we love to, to flip, flip it. Narratives. We love to, oh no. Anything else? Shrek. Flip, we love Shrek. And reverse we love it. What's that? Um, put it down. Flip it. Reverse it. <laughs> yep. That. We love to skip it, bop it, <laughs> squeeze it, twist it. All the things we like to do to the narrative. God, I was so good at bop it. Oh, I was a fucking killer at bop it. If our kid selves had battled, I know you would have won, but I just like to think about it. Wow, you don't know that. You're competitive sometimes. It's true. It depends on what it. I'm. I think the difference I is can I'm see more you quietly competitive. Well, that's funny. I'm more quietly. I'm more. You're also. Did you say you're more quietly? Yeah, competitive. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, and I'm more quietly grumpy, which <laughs> is the opposite. Right. We were talking today because everybody. Brooke is grumpy. <laughs> she is and I feel it so hard and she was apologizing to me and I was like just hold up real fast and think about all the times you have handled me at my grumpiest and yeah. she was like and she has right. to indulge me talking about it and I just like let her like let steam and yeah, I yeah you let me Bridget, like I let I see steam like coming off her head and I'm just like all right we're just gonna let that cool off and generally by the end of the night I'm like it's fine it's just the this and I'm like mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and with me I'm just like Bleh. but I want it I, I listened to, to all it. of Lord's melodrama again today it's, the it's best. just like murky and gray outside and I have not spent enough time by myself for so long this is why i'm a kitten and not a dog Mm -hmm. you need to go off into that to be alone (laughs) yeah alone space but i love all my friends and i've had a great two and a half weeks yeah can you give me a real fast rundown of um the highlights i just realized my mic had dropped i'm so sorry everyone you're gonna have to deal with that (laughs) mic mic dropped dropped. um yeah sure i well since you last heard from me i i saw (laughs) Celia Keenan Boulder and To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, and Oh my gosh, I did not realize that was part of the experience. Yeah. Wow, transcendent. I'll talk about that later. later. Yeah. Uh truly just like I she, I can't. My friend Chris was here from Alea. Oh yeah, on I was tour. wondering if he was here. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so we saw the prom on Saturday and then Sunday Bridget came over and we played Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle, which Ugh, we got through one, two, three, and four. We got through one, right? Because we didn't yes, play five. We didn't play right, five. Right, because five is where it changes. I'm excited. Um, And then... It was pretty transformative, to be honest. It's amazing. Like, it's an amazing game. It's really, really and you smartly start, made. It's so brilliant. And, like, you start it... I remember because Ari and I played it once, and he was like, I get it. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. game one, and game three happens, and I'm like... You did? You, like, start to... Yeah. Um, ooh, anyway, ooh, ooh. and then Monday night, I went 
to I literally forgot again what I did on Monday night. <laughs> you went you taught and then you went to hang out with people. Oh, 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 I played Mario Party mm-hmm. with Dylan. Mm-hmm. And I realized that the toad impression I do is when you go to a Mario Party 2, if you mm-hmm. go to not get a star and you or to get a star and you don't have enough coins, Toad goes, whoa. <laughs> and that's, and that's what I do. I, I'm, I'm honestly a little sad you moved the mic away for that because the full raw power of it is just I think it exquisite. Whoa. <laughs> I just that. Sorry, everybody. Hold your ears. I made it happen. And then he also goes, yahoo. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty spot on. Um, it's so fun. And then Tuesday night I went to the Mumford & Sons concert with Kyle. And it was also Maggie Rogers who opened for them. And oh, I just love her. <laughs> oh, no way. What a beautiful, oh my God. beautiful night. She's unreal. Everyone's on. They're unreal live, all of them. And then when yesterday, Wednesday, I went to dinner. And now I'm here. <laughs> oh, so many things. So many things. Good things. Fun, good things. But I like really need a break. Yeah, you got you to gotta recharge the old bats. Oh, speaking of breaks... My trajectory yes. for this is um, breaks, Kit Kats, candy bars. So yesterday, wow. Tuesday, I was at Tribeca about to teach and I went to the bodega and I was in one of those moods where I was like, I want to buy these seven things. Uh-huh. And they have crunchy bars. Oh, yeah. I saw your story. Do you know? Have you ever had one? I have. They're very good. Okay. We're going to eat, share it before I leave. <gasps> before we leave. All right. That's all that. And that's a button on Brooke. Bridget. Oh, beautiful. I just remembered that I didn't talk about the show. That was so important for me to talk about. Oh. Guys, I've been watching Veronica Mars for the oh, first time, yeah. which people have told me for years I should watch. And I knew it. One of the things is it's really hard to watch. I found one place to stream it because I didn't want to buy every episode off of Amazon. Yeah. Um, I have bought. I, I like <laughs> treat myself and I'll watch like the last two, like the penultimate and the finale uh-huh. on um, Amazon Prime. But um, it's so fucking good yeah and i the the soundtrack is incredible the cast is stacked it's also i realized from a prime period when like i didn't watch tv because it was pre-netflix and i still didn't really watch tv yeah so it's like the youths of all of the actors who i think of in their like current careers Uh like um i'd never seen um schmidt from new girl and anything prior oh yeah i forgot that he was in so it. many people are in this like it's like just from the last handful of episodes may whitman's in one michael sarah's like in one um yeah although it was it was around arrested development oh, time yeah. so I, i've seen that i guess but um and obviously michael sarah too but just the cast is stacked it's crazy yeah i'm very fun and i'm on season three and i'm both like racing through it but also trying to i'm i'm literally gonna start it over the minute i'm done with it but what i want to love to do that mm, it depends i've only done it once or twice but only in recent years like you you've known all Mm -hmm. of the ones i've done um i what was i gonna say oh the crazy thing so it's the show happens in 2004 so the bulk of it is a little bit later than Sex in the City, mm. but across the board, it is just, it handles things effortlessly in a way that like Sex in the City Is our cannot. next show going to be Long Distance Veronica Mars? It might be. Because I, was thinking I about don't it. remember anything about it. We're going to have to figure out if we can handle Long Distance, but if so, and if y'all would be interested, I would love to do. We're going to handle Long Distance. We are. I mean, podcast wise. We just have to figure some shit out is all. And Dalton we're going said, to. Dalton said it's going to be fine. <laughs> no, and I believe it. Okay, one other thing. Um, I was um, 
lurking on Reddit the other day on an unrelated to anything um, thread, and I found on um, there people suddenly were talking about um, Sex in the City, and I thought their um, thoughts on it were really funny. So it was just interesting to read. Um, just really. So quick. someone, yep, yeah, please. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Welcome to, to Splat. I did that backwards. The podcast. For me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex, sex in, in the city. city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Just so you know where you are and what you're doing. And now we're going to talk about and sex in the city. And now we are set. And so someone, city. so it comes up and uh, like someone mentions it in passing and someone replies, I'm watching it all the way through for the first time as well. And I agree. Some of the things in it are problematic. Um, and then they give the example, like SJP's character hating gold jewelry unless it's her ghetto gold collection, which isn't refined enough for daily wear. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Seriously, what the fuck? But other than some of those pitfalls, um, which are given when all of the main characters are white, it's still fun. And then someone was like, can you explain? I only wear gold ju- jewelry. I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> Unrelated. Uh, someone said, well, I'm hate watching it slash guilty pleasure watching it. And as another commenter said, it's very white. Most of the politics are bad. That being said, I'm having fun watching it. The writing is really funny on occasion. And if nothing else, the fashion is hilarious, which I agree. Someone said, does the show hold up today? I think, I'm, I, I think these might be backwards. Sorry. Someone was asking if the show held up today. Some of it didn't hold up for, well for me. It was It is super white. I remembered Samantha being empowered. Oh, this is the best comment. I remembered Samantha being empowered, but in the first season, at least, she was actually desperate, and I was pretty sad for the character. Yes. It didn't continue past a few um, a few seasons. It just seems it's not for me anymore. Uh, and then someone replied, I think that at the time, the show was considered pretty radical for having all female leads who were sexually liberated cast, but did not. But it did not age well. This especially because they're all, all um, rich and white and seem to never work. Um, I mean, they work. They do. It's it's a little Carrie. That reply is a little reductionist, I think, in black and white. But just to read random people on the internet's view yeah. of the you show, you should just comment is, with our podcast. I know. Just hello, everyone. Um, I think it's interesting to read, and I think that that Samantha, how Samantha has aged in particular, is it's bad. Yeah. She comes off as desperate and sad. Yeah. Sorry, bitch. Yeah, because when she has her moments, but they are literally that they're moments. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, those are my tidbits to share with everyone. Amazing. Um, this episode is fine. It is. It's. I mean, it just makes me sad because I'm like, ugh, it's just already going downhill. He's. This is why he kind of a kinda, child, he, and that's why I love him. I know. I love it. We're talking it about Jack sense. Burger, but Jack Burger, everyone. And I was so like, sorry. I was literally when I was watching it, I was like, he's such an incommunicative child, uncommunicative child, and I was like. Fuck. <laughs> I love an uncommunicative child. Oh, God. It's uh, it's just upsetting because it's like you can just see that he, the end, that he's not going to be able to. Uh, anyway, we should not talk about this vaguely. But before we learn about that, we mm-hmm. get the second episode in a row where there's like a soft early 2000s. It is 2003, but like the guitar strum love mm-hmm. love intro. Like, like a. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. Thank you. It is called Lights, Camera, Relationship. Gag me with a spoon. Mm-hmm. In every relationship, Carrie says, there comes a time when you take that next important step. What do you think it is? I was literally like, this is my thought process. Well, it would make sense if she took him to meet her parents. But given that we've never heard anything about Carrie's parents on this show, I can't imagine that's what's going to happen. And then I found out because the show kept happening. Can you guess what it is? I'm going to adore the explorer of this. Can you guess what it is? 
Good guess. <laughs> it's shopping. It's shop. It's He's Prada. taking her to Prada. Well, yeah. She says, don't worry. They'll love you. I just want to make the right. Im- and he says, I just want to make the right impression. They'll love you because I love you. So they, they are teasing us with like, maybe it's a parent uh-huh. thing. For some couples, that step is meeting the parents. For me, it's meeting the Prada. And Prada store, I'm assuming on Fifth Avenue. Uh, yep. Got to be somewhere around there. Uh, he says, ladies, as they walk by a bunch of mannequins. It's He's cute. very charming. He says, so, so how often do you shop there? And the here, excuse me. The Emilio? I'm Manager. signing his name as Emilio. Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> Close enough. Um, he says, Carrie. And Jack's like, okay, you come here a lot. And he gives him a kiss. And we find out that, like. She introduces it, Burger. Burger gets two, a kiss on each cheek and makes a cute quip about it. <laughs> oh, and you then, think it's a cute quip? I was like, Ugh. Well, it's it's what he thinks is a cute quip. Fair. It's not cute. He he basically says, "Oh, I get the dub like the double." Okay, I'm okay with that. It's yeah. like we get it. it. It's a, also it's just a European kiss on the cheek. No one's ever done that to you. <laughs> and so we find out that this man who uh, runs is the manager of whatever the store is um, has just broken up with his girlfriend Rebecca, or his girlfriend broke up with him. Yeah, and he's because Carrie asks because they know everything about yeah. each other's lives. And she asks if that's a later. And, and he asks if she knows any single women. But before that, uh, we get a Samantha and. Oh, I skipped ahead a wee bit. Yeah. Because we have to we have to first go and see what's up with Samantha. And she's fucking Jerry. Surprise, I'm like surprise. still shook that his name is I Jerry. I, I see. Because so it gets, I know it's him. explained in this a little bit. And so he's like, I can't do Friday night. And she's like, we always fuck on Friday. It's, it's TGIF. Thank God it's fuck day. Yep. And I'm like, God, Jesus. <laughs> also, like, poor God, Jerry Jesus, can't wear a shirt. Jesus, Joseph, and she's Mary. like, I'm in a pl-. He's like, I'm in a play on Friday. I go, play. I start previews for my play. And she's like, oh. A play, a kick-ass play. It's in Brooklyn. I don't do borough. And honestly, I understand that. <laughs> Here you are in Brooklyn. I know. She says <laughs> from Brooklyn. I don't go to Queens. Fair. Or Astoria. <laughs> Same thing. I know. I just, Astoria in particular, I feel like holds special resonance of places you will not go. Yeah. You know? Don't try to fucking get me to go to Astoria. <laughs> He's basically like, listen, fine. If you come to this show, this show, I will make sure that you come and come and come and come to my Blah, bedroom. blah, blah. So Carrie's trying on Prada, burgers, indulging in free champagne. Because someone came over to offer him drinks and he was like, there's champagne here. And now he's a little drunk. And I was like, yeah. So uh, Tony comes over and shows Burger a really, really nice shirt. And it's probably like upwards of a thousand something probably. dollars. Carrie's like, it's, uh, and it's Bur- fabulous. Burger's like, I don't say fabulous, but if I did, this would be fabulous. Right. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And so they're like, you have to get this shirt. It's fabulous. And he's like, no. <laughs> he also says um, something about, does it also open into a small studio apartment? <laughs> yeah. And Carrie's like, I have to take it. So it's our first shopping trip together. And so then we find out. Claudia and Tony broke up and we cut and he asks if she knows any single women cut to Charlotte, Charlotte? who's like, is he Jewish? And we're like, mm. and, well, and, and to and her they credit, all this is very funny conversation where they're all sort of like, Charlotte's like, you didn't think I was just going to give up all this new, this Jewish work I put belief. in to be Jewish just because Harry and I broke up and everyone is kind of like, uh, we, we kind of thought did. you did, which I kind of like, 
I don't know, to her credit, she committed, and so she committed, you know? Yeah. But it is funny. I mean, if I were one of the other three. And I she's would. like, I'm not ready to think about this, Harry. Blah, I can't. Blah. I don't want to date anyone, Harry. I loved him so much. And Miranda projecting is like, if she's not ready to move on, she's not ready to move on. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being it's ready to move on. fine. I'm such a f- goddamn Miranda. And, <laughs> yep. Charlotte is, Charlotte's like, okay, what even is my story? Uh, I got married, and then I got divorced, and then I got together with my divorce lawyer, with my, yeah, divorce lawyer. And we were going to get married, and now we, br- and then I, converted to Judaism Judaism for him and and then I blew it (laughs) which is true and then they're all kind of like well that's depressing and Carrie's like well let's go drink about it on Friday and Samantha goes shit motherfucker fuck shit and Miranda goes there's a shit motherfucker fuck shit situation I I love I love that incredible and she's basically like I have to go see this new play in Brooklyn and and they're like what's his face is in it and they're like oh Oh, a children's play a children's play um, it's pathetic how far a girl will go for a good fuck. So cut to Miranda on her couch eating Chinese food like the queen that she is. She hears the door performing, performing her one, one woman show. show. I'm, I'm not in love, love with Steve. Steve. She hears him coming, fixes her hair. She's trying to look very chill. In love with Steve. Not in love with Steve. Brooks. Not me. <laughs> yep, yep, Sorry, yep. everybody. Nope. Never apologize. So he comes in with the baby and he's like, I scammed from a, a cupcake party. from the playground. The chocolate one. I almost got my eye poked out for it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How's my Steve impression? It's spot on. Just like chills up and down my body. I am Dave Argenberg. Argenberger. Argenberger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do not do that. Conspiracy. Um, Steve, Steve, this is so funny. Steve's like, I got to stop eating these cupcakes. I'm, I'm getting, getting a gut. gut. And Miranda's like, no, you're not. And he lifts his shirt up. And it's like, good, good, good. And it cuts to just a six pack. <laughs> yep. And Miranda like drooling. And then she invites him to watch the Knicks game with her. Because he says he's got to go. And she's like a little crazy eyed, but kind of thinks she's, she's pulling like, it off. You? Why do I pay for ESPN? I so you got me this cupcake. And he's like, well, Debbie's got a thing. And so then he, he falls asleep on her couch. And it's very cute. I'm like, I'm going to be fucking Miranda. I I, I can see this yes. narrative playing out for yes. me, but I wouldn't do this. I, I said I, that in the beginning when this was happening too, because I, all of it, all the way through, where just I preach, where I preach mm-hmm. on him while he's sleeping on the sofa. I don't see that for myself so much. No, but the rest of it, the idea but of this, preaching like, on him pining, while he falls asleep. I would stare maybe like at an Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, 2018 Miranda. Oh, girl. She goes he back like, to her room because he like stirs. I hope s- she fucking masturbates. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think about it, but probably. She's like, oh, he coughed. <laughs> <laughs> On my couch. So Carrie sees Burger the next day. She's in a cutie dress. And so she bought him the, I never say fabulous, fabulous shirt. And he's like, Carrie, you can't afford to do this. You can't even afford to buy anything. And she's like, what do you mean? And she whips out a giant check. (laughs) Like it is like so big. It's like almost as big as ones that are presented on stage (laughs) to winners of contests. It's Carrie just that big. Pulls it out of her bag and it just keeps opening. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the size of an envelope. Yes. It's a very big check. But those are also like stuff's printed on on eight by that's how I got my paychecks. Um, Carrie is, tells Burger that her book is getting sold in France, and so she has a twenty five thousand dollar advance, and she's like really excited about this, and like her, which she should be, but I'm sorry, the lifestyle she lives is unbelievable. It doesn't make if any she is sense. that exci- this. I mean, it's a huge windfall, obviously, and for a writer, it's just that like she lives a lifestyle that is way more than being I can't thrilled imagine by having twenty five thousand dollars. No, I literally can't fathom it. I would just pay off my loans immediately and save the rest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, like, would love for one day my bank account to save. Like, obviously, obviously more. Right. 
but someday 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 you'll hit it and then you'll move past it baby Ow! <laughs> erotic thought uh, uh, and Burger like gets a little tense. Which honestly, if someone bought me a probably seven hundred dollars shirt, I would too. Like this, when I could, you know, didn't buy it for myself. I don't know. I don't know. That's me and money, though. But that's more of like a Steve moment. Mm-hmm. It's not about the shirt, and it's clear. It's that not. It's clear. But the thing is, we don't know that yet. Uh, that's true. But I'm like, he's being weird. He is being weird, and and he, I mean, he's kind of a little turd child in this whole episode he's definitely being weird i can empathize with being uncomfortable by a gift like you know of that size regardless but i mean that said i've also like accepted Mm -hmm. you know i can accept them i just i just get weird about money stuff so carrie and miranda and And lord Lord brady Brady. (laughs) are on a walk and miranda's like so um steve slept over the other night and carrie Carrie goes, goes pardon moi <laughs> and it's very cute we were watching the knicks game and it got late and carrie goes someone's gonna get hurt <laughs> and i'm like i get it uh-huh she's like i like being around him it was the most fun i've had in a long time then tell him that i beg you he has a girlfriend did you forget no did you no <laughs> well he probably already knows how you feel no way i'm acting my <laughs> ass off speaking of acting our asses off that was brooke and bridget portraying <laughs> carrie and miranda on sex in the city doing my favorite thing reading words aloud at each other <laughs> <laughs> wait i wanted to say something think it's in there and you can say it Mar- oh I was looking at Carrie during this moment. I was like, her hair looks so good and it long does. and straight. And then last night as I was going to sleep, I, I it was on TV. So I watched <gasps> like a little bit of um, the, I think, somewhere in season one or three. Wow. Um, but I, I was like, oh, I remember this based on the title alone. And I was like, oh, and Carrie Fun. just looks like so insufferable. Anyway, <laughs> oh, we run into I Amy Sedaris. Princess Caroline. <laughs> That's all I can. It's all I can think now. It's more fun, honestly, because they play similar roles. I know she's a publicist, <laughs> and we find out. So in this, she's scene, basically like the toast of Europe. Congrats! And she's like, "This is my publisher," and she's like, "Ex-publisher." She's buying gin because she just got fired. She's like, "You're the only reason I lasted a week." They started letting. Okay, crucial point. They started letting all of my authors go last week. Um, how's Burger holding up? I they, think he's a genius. They're idiots. They dropped the second book option, and Carrie's like. which i'm like this fucking like you tell this girl that you love her like tell her when something shitty happens to you that this is like not the only time that this has happened with him in the short time that they've been dating right where he like when when his book came out and it didn't do well yes it's like he doesn't share anything with her and it's he doesn't want to look weak in front of her or be like be vulnerable in that way but if you say i feel like i feel like that Com- like saying I love you to someone and not being able to talk about your fa- that's not like really love your, yeah is it failures as it feels like a strong word but like your misfortunes I guess yeah like just no. like the things that are ha- the pretty big things that are happening in your life too you know just like key plot points like of your life of your no career. less the hard stuff yeah yeah, yeah no I agree I, and I it mean, was this episode as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is why burger put, sometimes puts a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, now that I can see it going downhill. And I wonder if at this point, like, when did they make the decision that they weren't going to be, you know, because it seems like a fast turnaround. They went into the, the, you know, at the end of the last season meeting burger. They were planning to have her be with him at the end of the series. And I'm curious what the plan was at this point, whether they were going to bring him back you know, and reconcile after this point, oh, or I if, don't know. if they had something happened and they bit. were like, we have to go with big. 
there's a lot that happens before that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cause there's, I think there's some, there are, I think there are two things coming up that you know nothing about. I think that's true. One is Samantha and one is Carrie. I think I don't know Carrie because I have no idea what happens post burger pre whatever inevitably happens with big. Um, Samantha, I don't know except that Jerry's important. I'm we're just calling him Smith. Yeah. Well, we're about to, he's about to be dubbed Smith Jared. Um, <laughs> all right smith smith jared was a cat smith jail uh okay so sorry that's okay no, that's literally what this no, podcast what this is about. <laughs> don't apologize i'm so sorry for having opinions let's keep watching Come mom on. and shoving my big check in his face so but carrie's like how, basically like burgered i had no idea you know that i'm the first one to fucking call carrie out on her shit yes and i'm she, sort of she's like she's putting it all on her and it's like you had no idea you literally had no idea and the idea that like if you had known i mean sure you could have been tactful about it but there's still nothing wrong with you earning a check. There's still nothing wrong with you being excited about it. There's still nothing wrong with wanting to share that with your partner. Mm-hmm. She probably would have handled it a little differently. But mm-hmm. this like taking his it's she wants to do all of the emotional labor and he's hasn't even told her about this. Yeah. She's like, move over, Brady. I'm getting tired. She wants Miranda to pull her in the stroller. <laughs> and then in Central Park, we have Mario Cantone, Anthony sitting with Charlotte Who's drinking Snapple with a straw. And Ma- Mario is playing this game where he just points at people and is like, not him. Gay. Gay, but he doesn't know it. <laughs> okay. She goes, Harry and I just broke up. And she goes, Char- he goes, Charlotte, you loved Harry. I loved Harry. We all loved Harry. But, but it's, it's been two, two weeks. Next. next. And I'm like, thank, thank you, next. You next. <laughs> I was Mario like, was Mario can't on tell it. <laughs> We went through the same thought process. Yep. Um, and she goes, he goes, you're on the verge of being a sad gal. Nobody loves a sad gal. Here's the thing. I'm hashtag, a little bit like, I'm a hashtag that. sad gal. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Just the idea that like women have to be two weeks. Not you sad you were to be also him? that, but also, but it's also Charlotte. Yeah. I hate to be reductive. Charlotte. Yeah. No, Word of the night is reductive. Reductive. Lost the love of my life. Mario's like, I never lost it. Because Charlotte's you think like, I you don't never, understand. And he's you like, think I've never lost the love of my life. Brazil. Mm. I've never gotten over him. Had an ass like two scoops, scoops of butter pecan ice cream. Honestly, same. And he's like, him, I could see you with him. And Charlotte is just not interested. Charlotte's doing the very like 2003 thing where she's wearing a uh, white t-shirt with like a baby pink You mean the spaghetti. 2018 thing? Well, yeah, with spaghetti straps, a little spaghetti oh, strap yeah. thing over it. He she, looks at Mario, looks around and goes, huh, nice day to get laid. <laughs> really? Which is a gif I think we've posted before. Yep. Samantha is at Jared's, Jerry's play. And it it's, does look very It's bad. Bad. It's just like people. And then it's empty and Samantha is falling asleep. And then Jerry comes out. And, and he's he, full naked. And he takes his overalls off. And Samantha's like. I'm awake now. She's like, Get your cock out. I love theater. Hump me. <laughs> it was amazing. I was falling asleep, but then your cock was there, and I just. And, and he's, he's like, like, What did you think of this part? My monologue. And she's like, What's I don't care. She, after your cock was out, I couldn't think about anything else. After you dropped trow, all I could think was, I got to get me some of that. She looks fucking stunning. I just, she does. Unreal. Uh, he well, I hope the really critics hot. like it more than you. He is And pretty I like beautiful. when he stands up to her. Me too. I think he, well, the energy works. He's also just like unfazed by her whole thing, you know? Yeah. He, he's oh, like, he's like, maybe it'll be worried a, about the critics. And she's like, nobody's going to come see this play. Like you don't, it's you not being sad, publicized. You have a pathetic little flyer. Publicized? That's the word. Yeah. The most important thing about the play, you frontal, full, naked, 
Uh, and she's like, who's doing the PR? And he's like, no, and we're getting This cake. lady has never dealt with storefront theater. <laughs> I know. Send this woman to Chicago. <laughs> they don't have money for that kind of thing. We're getting paid like 30 bucks. And she goes, is this really what you want to do with your life? And I took it straight to the heart, Samantha. Stand in an empty theater talking some harvest, harvest bullshit. Here am I. And, he, and he just, but but take a page out of Jerry's Cut book. I'm going to gra- grab those wrists and keep them together. Because he says, Without a hint of irony and fully confident. Yeah. And then he says, I love it. I'm an actor. God, I'm an actor. <laughs> an actor. And she actors. says to her credit that I'm going to help you. And he goes, you're going to help me be an actor? And she's like, yes. No. I'm going to help you be a what star if that was it? She, she just goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't need help. All I got to do is work on my craft. All you got to do is work on your Excuse me, I have to go gag. And she goes, we have to do something about your name. And he's like, she's like, I cannot let you be Jerry, Jerry, Jared. Jared. Awful. And she starts like being like, Matt, And he says, stop talking. She's she's like, whatever you say. And they fuck. And they fuck. Okay, and so now there's a very tense scene with Carrie and Berger where they're reading in bed. and She's playing with her hair in a way I've never seen her do before, which is fascinating. And she's like, is something wrong? And he says, no, I'm just preoccupied. And she's like, I know about the book. And he's like fucking shuts down. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't want your fucking friends to know about me or feel bad for me. God, he's his a, stupid eyebrow thing. All that face acting. He's a child. Yeah, he doesn't. His he's ego. really, it's ego. It's all ego driven, unfortunately. And this he really is why can't writers shouldn't it. date writers. Well, yeah. I, she did that once before and it ended poorly too in the early seasons. Yeah, not for like a long time. He's like, Miranda was with me. She says, Miranda was with me. And he's like, oh. And she says, it's not a big deal. And he's like, it is to me. Which also, what? He just was expecting it to go away If it was a big deal to you, why didn't you tell this person that you're presumably in love with? Also that. Also that. Take three shots because I just said presumably. Presumably. The shirt and the check, I feel awful. I would never. And he's like, this has nothing to do with it. He's like, I'm proud of you, which is to his credit is like, he nice. says, yeah, don't feel bad about it. You earned it. But it's Good just for like, you. I'm proud of you. It's bad timing, obviously, but he has absolutely no capacity for grace here. None. <laughs> no, he doesn't even have capacity, capacity for, for Carrie. Oh. <laughs> uh, grace. Grace like, isn't Jesus even an option. Christ, it's just a dropped option. It's a huge deal. Burger. Shut up. Is he sleeping with his meat move he anymore? Needs therapy. He needs so much therapy. And she cuddles and she's like, because you're great. And unfortunately, he's the kind of guy who when someone tries to be like, hey, here's what I love about you and you are awesome, like shuts down and is like, don't placate me. And Carrie's now trying to justify to Samantha. She's like, Burger's not failing. The thing is, he's the one who needs to hear and understand that. And that is just not what's happening. Because I couldn't eye roll my eyes bigger if I tried. Truly. And so Samantha tells Carrie that she's helping Smith Jared. Oh, so she's dubbed him Smith Jared. She's like, isn't it wonderful? With his career, she gets an article on him. Um, (laughs) The glitterati are migrating to Brooklyn to see him And Carrie's like, are they really? And Samantha's like, yes, we're going. Well, what she says is, yes, you you are. are. (laughs) Invite everyone fabulous you know and dress up. I've got a whole red carpet thing happening. And she says, why are you doing all this? Which is a fair question because I was going to say when she offers it, I'm like, Samantha does not do things for the boys. She just fucks. Like she also already cares in a different way. He's 28 and making 30 bucks a week. And this is the, the so poor the, guy was dying. I could help. It's the um, 
dichotomy between the the man their age burger mm-hmm. who like will not receive even a kind word versus Jared now Smith Jared well I will now only refer to him mm-hmm. as Smith Jared <laughs> um thank god that's taken care of um is like open to receiving help. Men of this age are uh-huh. different. And so that I would this- also say though, that there's a fundamental difference between, um, Oh my God. Names Smith, Jared and uh burger in that Smith, Jared is confident. He's confident yes, about but I the think that hard they parts are, of it. I think that they are painting this younger, yes, younger guys aren't threatened in by this strong women having 100%. power. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And that this like leads us in, to the I wonder. Which well, I would. Is, I, I also think there's something to be said that if it's a young, if there's a younger man who who goes after older women anyway, he's like a different kind of. As women's roles evolve as we age, we assume men's do as well. And so she's writing about the new. There are man. all these articles that exist about the new man, but does this new man really exist? Perhaps he's just an old man renamed and repackaged by some clever PR woman. Are the men of today less threatened by a woman's power, or are they just acting? I mean. I don't know. I think that's something that would be interesting to talk to someone who was the age of the characters when this show was out about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I would say, I I would say that like men, boys our age are like more down for like ladies in power. Yeah. Actually, I think you're right. I also think there's this like appropriation of being like a woke boy that there are a lot of guys now who just do because they see that it <laughs> gets them the kind of attention that they want yeah without practicing it but yeah i would agree with you in general oh a story for our listeners yeah. brooke and i went to um the acast holiday party on thursday which was wonderful and we love them very much um but we met a girl there mm-hmm. a very very sweet girl named emily who just came and sat down with us because she um had just moved here two weeks ago from australia yeah um, and you know how I feel about it over there. Australians. She was Australians. She was really su- sweet. Super cool. And she loves sex super in the city. cool. And she loves sex in the city. And she was telling us all about it and all about her experiences watching it growing up and like her mom's thoughts on it. It's truly it's it this show has roots in a lot of places. Anyway. So Steve's making cupcakes. cupcakes. And he in has literal Miranda's kitchen. No, no, no. It's his kitchen. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I forgot. It's little. He has literal butterfingers. He like opens the door with his wrists. It's cute. And Miranda comes in. She looks really nice. And he tells her that. And she says, do I? Hey, Brady. And she sees him making cupcakes and assumes that they're for the kids playground. on the playground. And then so we, she offers to help. And she starts to help. And then and he's like, oh, these aren't for the playground. Because he's basically like, I've never done this before. Does it look like I'm doing the right thing? And they're not for the playground. Whom are they for? Debbie. And, and Miranda's like, fun. Fun. Uh, super fun. And she's like, she didn't want a cake. Steve's is like, it's so cute. He's like, she, she didn't, didn't want, want a cake, cake, but. She didn't say anything about cupcakes. Shut the f- I, If I were Miranda, I would be dead on the inside. I mean, she has literal tears in her eyes, but is playing it really cool. And he's, she's like, how many do we need? And he's like, H-A-P-P-Y spells it all. Happy birthday, Debbie. 20. And she's like, 20. Great. And she hasn't stopped like bobbing up and down. 20 little Debbie cakes letter, which is a great <laughs> joke because uh-huh. little debbie's Lippin, are type of little debbie. and they're ugly as fuck it's like they Hagrid. Are. it's they're very happy bad. birthday harry it's and like shit i gotta go to work at 6 30 and sh- he's like okay let's just i'll finish those later and she's like just go i'll do it which honestly at that point you've struggled through the brutal part of doing it with him you know i would finish the damn letters too and then he oh god it's <sighs> awful oh my god my heart breaks 
in this moment. He's like so grateful that he says thank you and then he like puts his hand on hands on either side of her face and that like he's gonna kiss her and then he gets up on his tiptoes and kisses her on the forehead and he goes Miranda <sighs> you're the best and as this his conversation is happening it's unbearable a tear fills my eye and my heart slowly drops into my stomach oh, I just feel so bad for her and I don't I can just imagine myself in her shoes like so clearly god and I would do this I would get roped into doing some shit like this. I have been. Yeah, same. And I probably will be again. <sighs> yep. And then Brady. And then Brady. Miranda just is so sad. So she just takes his phone off the wall. I love this. She rolls her eyes to, as she takes the phone off the wall um, to dial. And I just love this this like recurring theme of Miranda doing something that she judges herself for and then immediately picks a phone off the wall and calls Carrie to tell her about it. I am a Miranda. Yep. <laughs> That's a yep. lot of, I think like a mo like a love. I don't know. Yep. We'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, she's basically like, look, I'm not going tonight. And Carrie's like, if you are and I'm not. And Miranda's like, well, I'm at Steve's. He had to go to work and I got roped into making cupcakes. 20, 20 cupcakes, cupcakes for Debbie. <laughs> For his girlfriend's birthday. I love when they don't say her name to each other. Yeah. And she says, why would he ask you to do that? Which is a fair question. And Miranda's like, no, he didn't. <laughs> it's my own fault. I thought they were for the playground. I got roped in. It was too late to say no. What did I think would happen? He would, he would see, see how, how great, great my cupcakes are and then be back in love with me. Damn it. I fucked up Debbie's B. <laughs> <laughs> and Which one? Carrie's like, put down the icing. And she says, I have to finish. Debbie cannot have your tears. <laughs> If I, I don't, don't finish, finish, Steve will know something's, something's up. up. And it's this is the thing she's like breaking over. Miranda, you can't she's make like, those cupcakes. Move away from the icing. What'll I tell Steve? Blame the baby. That's what they're there for. Honestly? True. Great advice. She's I like, put it I down. Put it down. She's gonna take the baby. She's gonna go. Good girl. <laughs> Door buzzer. All right. Oh God, that's burger in a cabin. I'm not dressed le- yet. Listen to me. You get out of there, you go home, and I'll call you later, okay? Okay, I love you. Bye bye. Ugh. What is she going to do? What is she going to do? Carrie runs out. She's wearing her Prada. She has the a purse that oh. has a, a purse that it has fringes longer than her body. And it's, it's really kind of and crazy. And it's burger on his motorcycle. And she's like, excuse me, that's not a cab, sir. Oh, sorry. Yes, I was not paying attention. And he's like, I thought it'd be cool. And she's like, I'm in a Prada and he's like it'll be fine come on she's like not to be a total girl about it but they can't really have the helmet I really can't have the helmet hair when there's a red carpet situation also what is she gonna do with those tassels that's how they're gonna die they're gonna get caught in the wheels Uh, he's like I really want to take the bike tonight I'm just like aren't you probably gonna drink at this thing yeah and also like why do you really want to take the the wheels it's because you want to roll up to this thing in front of everyone on your motorcycle feeling like a big boy feeling like you're you're emasculated mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what's more masculine than a, a motorcycle, motorcycle with your girl on the back and i'm like uh-uh that bitch when probably isn't wearing is underwear down and out you have to get up and on and i don't really like that i do love supporting your partner but burgers being a shit also look at this street They're so glad Dumbo. it's yeah so glad it's been the filming location also for a like long time. excuse me they're in brooklyn the show is in it, right. i guess dumbo wasn't dumbo yet no probably it wasn't. in 2003 but i'm like you are what but Two, it was start it was almost one, though one stop from manhattan i mean you can see the storefront still like that's a nice storefront and my sisters when they moved to the city 
it was only a few years after that and they worked in Dumbo. So like it was starting to happen. But yeah, this is not oh, you literally I don't go to Brooklyn cross the bridge and jumped down Eat from out. the side of it. Um so they pull up Oh my god, it's so fast. He He's really comes so zipping fast. in and there are people of course all in the middle of the street. He really just wants to make a deal out of it. Well, he does I don't think he wants to make a deal out of it cuz it's not like he pulls they pulls up in front of them. He like parks in an alley. She's yeah. Well, he does zoom through the lot in front of everybody. But yeah, you're right. She and Carrie it. gets off. She hated it. She was like, "I told you not to go so fast." And he's like, "That wasn't fast. It just felt fast because you're on the bike." She says bullshit and pushes him, which I think is fair because I think she was scared. She was scared. Like, I bet it was scary. Yeah. And he, she was like, "Did you not feel how hard I was gripping you?" And he's like, "I just thought you were excited." She says, look, I am not going to die on a bridge so that you can feel like some big man on a bike. And he's like, what the fuck does that mean? You know exactly what it means. And I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry I made that money. Which. Okay. All right, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already we already established that, like, he, I, I don't think that that's. It's not really about not the a, check at this point. And it's not about you. He already told you yeah. that he was okay with that. This is clearly he, about yes, him and exactly. his issues and not about she you. She was so on the money and valid. But, I, yes, I did, it's just, like, not quite the right thing to say to him in that moment. Like, you literally already talked about that specific thing. And he actually, that was the only thing he's handled like a grown-up this yep. whole time. So, like, weird thing to say to him. I worked really hard for it, and I never thought you would be the type of guy that would have a problem with that. And he oh but then he leans into it he's like well neither did i he's like, so I, this is kind of like interesting writing content and maybe too he's had some moments to think about it and he does yeah. have a problem with yeah. it and like maybe he, oh and then he kicks, kicks the a wall, wall and we see we start to see the dark side of burger that's just never a good sign the rare side someone violence that is, angry my ex-boyfriend in college um shattered his phone Jesus. He was like really going through it at one point. Yep. And and I like came over and he had and and I like hadn't heard from him and I so I, I like went over and his he had like just like complete like thrown his phone like down the stairs. Wow. At H and G and I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> that's really intense. Yeah. That's really really intense. Uh yeah, Oof. and I think that's when he, so he was still in college. That was his senior year. That was like even, that was like way before we even like had real problems. Well, actually, we almost broke. Whatever. Yeah. The details of that <laughs> don't matter right now. <laughs> I like Jerina. She says, "Are you gonna look at me?" And he is sort of like fuming and pacing. She's also wearing a like a um, horseshoe bro- brooch. And he's like, "I didn't think I was going so fast on the bike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll never do it again." She's like, I'm never getting on that she, bike ever again. And he says, look, I don't want to be this guy. I, you know, I really don't. Also, just like a little too late. Like the fact that you had to lash out at her and then kick a wall before you could say to her that you were sorry because you were going fast on the bike. And he's like, I'll do whatever it takes to not be this guy. That's like actually really some shit for her to be like, hey, I was scared you were going fast. And for him to be like, no, I wasn't. You don't know what you're feeling. That's Well, some... and this behavior is also fucking... And then to turn around and, and be, to like, be like, I'm the worst. I'm so sorry. Like, I'll never do it again. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. It's, and he's like, yeah. now he's like sort of making her feel like she. He's like, I think you're magnificent. And it's just, I do. It's just like too much. It's like, a too, it's so all over the place that yeah. it makes me not trust him. And she's well, like. Well, and it's also like, ah, this makes sense why you told her you loved her. Because but she you're loved, kind but of erratic. She, but she, she really does and did and does love him. And they hug. And that's like. Oh, I do. Like, it seems like it's going to be okay. And he, like, nuzzles into her. Kisses and her on the neck. It's just, like, 
I don't know. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. That's why you said earlier. Man. Yeah. And she's like makes a joke about the helmet. And they. um, They both say, come on, let's get this over with. And then he takes off his motorcycle jacket and he's wearing the shirt. What a big man. Right. Which is like. And it does look. Which I think was going to be a nice moment for them. Right. And they're like, but they're walking in like in solidarity, holding hands. This purse is just. Also, she she does not look like she had a helmet on at all. Of course. And people are like calling out for Carrie because Carrie's like a B-list celebrity. And he's like, they know you, which is also like, how did these people not know anything about each other? Sorry. Yeah. Because really, how did they not? She doesn't know anything about how his book's doing. He doesn't know that she's a famous columnist, even though he does know that. Yeah. And the paparazzi are like. And she says, can no, we get no, one we're al- can together. Can we get one alone? Can we get one alone? And she's like, no, no, no. And, and then she tries to do She's like, it's Jack well, Berger. Well, they say, yeah, they say, who's with you? And she says, Jack Berger. He's a writer. And, and Jack's face just falls. And, and then he, he like walks away. He like tugs off of her like a child, which is also like, cool. Now there are a lot of photos of that whole and thing. And she's like, they just do that. And, and he's he, like, this isn't my night. And then I think he's. He He's going to leave. Look, I'm I'm really not up to going in. I'll just wreck it for everybody. He's really playing that victim card hard. You can get home with the girls, right? He's just like a sad sack. He says, you okay? It's like, no. shut the hell up. Of course she's not. You took her on a terrifying ride and now His you're ditching her here because bruised. you're, yeah. That's literally why. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Carrie, Carrie is, is sad. Mm-hmm. Sad about Rightfully it. Rightfully so. Because mm-hmm. this is like a, a dick move. I would be oh, so upset. But I would be so fucking upset if I was Carrie, honestly. I Who would, should show up? I would be. I would cry. I would cry. Yeah. I like. <sighs> there were times where like plans would change where not even drastically or like and I was still going to see the person. This is a huge part of but why. I would cry because I was like so. Yeah. I was like, you were just like, it is unfathomable to me that you like can't think about my, that there is another person in this relationship. Mm-hmm. That like, mm-hmm. I'm glad, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry that you're feeling a, a way, mm-hmm. but like. I also have feelings. I want Hello. to be there for you and I'm trying to be there for you. And instead of doing that, you're making me feel bad. You, you're you making me feel, you want me to feel as bad as you do instead mm-hmm. of just like letting me help you through the bad feeling. Yeah. Ugh. Or like you continue to like get derive happiness from things that aren't involve me at all and make mm. me and isolate me. Ha mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> ha. Mm. Delightful. But who should show, show up? up but? but my favorite Stanford. And he, um, and he comes up and goes, up. hello, gorgeous. And she goes, that's the worst Barbara Streisand I've ever heard. And speaking of the worst, I have like the worst seat in the house. And Sarah Jessica Parker, uh-huh. our girl. <laughs> and Carrie is like, not anymore. You're sitting with me. That oh. makes me think of, I, I was watching, um, cause this is who I am. Office bloopers on YouTube the other day. I watched the good place bloopers to um, oh. calm me down before an audition. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I, um, there are a bunch of them that are really funny where it's just like four second clips of one of the characters being like, <laughs> just basically saying the actor's real name to each other, like in the line. Uh-huh. So like he, like he would go, <laughs> he would go up to, um, Aaron and what is her name in real life? Um, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, exactly. Ellie, Ellie, thank you. There's a really good one where Oscar walks up, like concerned Oscar face on and hands her something. He's like, um, Ellie, could you fax this for me? And like four of the other actors turn around and everyone's like, Ellie? 
it's just really it's really charming to see stuff like that anyway that's us Actors. that's us behind the scenes calling carrie sarah jessica parker it's exactly the same and so charlotte's surrounded by couples alone i i don't know why they're seated like this but carrie shows up and um her absurd purse and she brings the designer tony because miranda can't come not so designer. he sets the guy from the store yeah tony he sets them up and she sets them up she sets them up so and Miranda's basically wearing Charlotte. the same outfit that she was wearing the first time she saw the show, but in reversed colors. Yes. Samantha. Did I, I, think, I think you might have said Miranda. Uh, Not positive. Either way, we mean Samantha. Okay. <laughs> Winks were exchanged. All right. So we watched the beginning of this play. Oh, and then Jared comes out and he takes his pants off. Uh, he unhooks one overall. He unhooks And the set for the this other. looks like the Lion King. It really does. But uh, the lowest possible budget version. And everybody's mouth drops, including Tony's. Including Samantha just like Charlotte. Samantha's just in her seat like, yes. And the line I is, brought you all here to see that. Oh, my God. So his line. Please do it. The rain came down hard and then soft. It hit the grass. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's acting green. green. Then wet. 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 So wet. wet. He's acting the shit out of this. It reminded me of you. It's so stupid. It really is. And Samantha, you always smelled like rain. Samantha is having like a moment. She's wet. She is. A stud is born, oh says Stanford. I loved him this Oscar season. I love too that really we're supposed <laughs> to believe that what happens in this, sorry, I'm, it's too much, is that he comes on stage in boots and overalls, walks to the front, unhooks them, pulls them down with his boots still on and the overalls does the around monologue. his ankle, does the monologue, End and then play. And, yes, and then comes back out. Fully naked like no for robe. the bows. No one puts anything on him. Full frontal and he can act. Stanford is thrilled. And Samantha says, who knew? Because she really didn't. They're like, where's Burger? And she's like, oh, he's left. He he's coming down, with, down a with a cold. See you later. Okay, and then, good so night. So Carrie's going to leave now? Samantha is wearing the craziest belt thing of all time. I don't understand how she sits down with that. It's like, a, it's like Captain America's shield on her stomach. Maybe we were all acting all the time. And tonight I was playing the part of the woman of a great, in a great relationship. Whose boyfriend was coming down with a cold. Because he wasn't coming down with a cold. He was coming down with a... With a bruised soft ego. ego. <laughs> Ooh, a flaccid ego, a if you will. A soft-boiled ego. Mm. And mm. that's the episode. Delicious. Bridget. Yes, Brooke? Who did you resonate with? You know what? What a question. I resonated with Miranda. Hardcore. Same. Heartbreaking. Uh, I resonated with Carrie a lot in this one. Yeah. In what ways, girl? yeah, in ways big and small, but just oh man, just human human beings and other people are real complicated. And yeah. then when you love them, it's even more complicated. Yeah. Just in huge ways. Um. Yeah, that's it. I I love this plot line for Samantha so much. Uh, even just down to her having to love. Smith Jared in this tiny, tiny budget play is that's <laughs> just a fun arc to see her go on. Yeah. What about you? I resonated with Miranda uh-huh. and Carrie. Uh-huh. And I had a moment where I resonated with Samantha. Uh-huh. And I forgot what it was. But it was there. See? We have moments was with it Samantha, Samantha. Or was it Charlotte? Or was it Charlotte? I wondered, was it Samantha or was it Charlotte? Uh, what about ploppability? I think it's pretty ploppable. 
I think so too. I think I think men are still sort of immature babies. Mm-hmm. I do think you're right that there's probably more or less general intimidation of powerful women. I don't know. I think not when it's like actor, actor, writer, writer. Like yeah, I think when, when you're, you're in the com- same in field, I think that yeah, it's it's, it's easier for this to still happen. Definitely. I just like don't like how uncommun. Like I just don't like that he didn't tell her. Yes. Just tell her. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it does, and it happens. It's just kind of like, yeah. damn. And I'm just curious how the plot, plotting out of the, you know, this season went. Yeah, that's interesting. We should, Darren Star, can, can you, you just come, let us know? Please? Can you just answer the questions? Um, I also I, think that Carrie and Berger would just fucking know way more about each other and each other's lives if, yeah. if there were social media. I just feel like everyone on the show moves, except way. for Miranda, just like moves so quickly in relationships. Maybe yes. not Samantha, obviously, but I'm just like, I, that is just so against who I am. I mean, maybe it's yeah. not, I guess, but I just feel like I'm so not. Well, it also seems like it leads to stuff like this. You I know? feel like when you move quickly in a relationship like this and you, you it, it's bound to blow up in your face. And I think that's um, why I, people. But I do, I do know a couple people who like have had successful like totally relationships and like have moved quickly. I do too. And, like, There's no question. Like, of course, it, there are exceptions to that rule. But, but I think this is why people are always, you know, like, you know, when, when people say they've only been dating for what, like six months, you know, that people will act like real surprised if you make major life changes together because typically you really don't actually know someone especially not after six months and especially when you have the like endorphins of new love happening at the same time and to know someone you gotta like go through the seasons with them and you gotta go through some hard shit and some really wonderful shit because otherwise like you you don't know another human being until you actually know them this is like a burger showing her who he is you know he's not great and she's gotta believe that yeah um that's the episode. That's it. Uh, do you have a Delta up, Delta down? Do I ever? Um, my Delta up is that. Uh, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't really have a Delta up, mm-hmm. and I, I no, that's not that's not fair. I've had a lot of really amazing experience. Like I've been like very again, I've been very social, and I love my friends. Yeah, the concert, the concert, the concert. That was there like was another distinct. there was another thing that I forget. Uh, um, and then my delta down is I'm just grumpy and yep. I am starting to panic about things and it's like causing I'm just like turning in on myself yep. because I haven't had time to sort of di- like be alone with myself and so like when I am alone I'm it's like only negative things. Mm-hmm. It's like oh I'm feeling X Y and Z about myself and about these things and about this mm-hmm. thing and I'm like it's kind of a double whammy I'm trying to be like really present um and not like it's just like I'm I'm either like okay well I don't know I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yep what about you my delta up um I my delta up is uh was playing games on Sunday because that was lovely. Oh, yeah. And I love you and I love Celie and I love Kyle. And um, my Delta, my other Delta up, what is my other Delta up? Oh, um, it was nice to, my mom was here this weekend staying up in Poughkeepsie and it was really nice to go up there. It's always a treat to see them and it was good to see my mom and um, 
I mean, I'll be back for Christmas, which I'm excited about, but it's yeah. just like a little paradise house of sweet young things and my sister and my brother-in-law. Um, 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 my Delta Down is, I just had one, uh, a distinct one, and I don't remember what it was, but, oh, I just had a really weird day yesterday in like a lot of different directions. It was like very intense and very... It was just, I was so emotionally on edge and I, it was just, it was one of those days where for most of the day I just had like tears sitting right here, mm-hmm. like at my sternum, you know, yeah. and then some shit went down in a couple of different directions. And then it was just, I was just like a leaky faucet <laughs> by the end of the <laughs> night. Leaky exactly. But then I was sitting on the train and I was like kind of spiraling into that, like everything is bad and you know, why do I always feel like a bad person? person when bad things happen and I was trying to like analyze it more and I was also like you're gonna go home and take a shower and you're gonna wake up tomorrow and this isn't permanent it was a weird day you know but so that felt good too to not indulge it quite so much and then I also came home and had an hour of therapy where I talked at Ari and told him everything and he was the best boy in the world so I'm seeing him tomorrow um he texted me and said have Brooke knock on my door before she leaves oh that was him <laughs> yeah yay yeah I've literally, every single time I've re- we've recorded here, I've, like, seen Ari, like, in the hall. Yes, it's pretty incredible. And it's also been at different times. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy that it's worked out. Um, Can I find you on social media? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, you can't, our dear listeners. They can. Uh, I love you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. No. I'm just seeing the real you. (laughs) (laughs) I've shown you who I am, Brooke. Believe me. That was a throwback to the conversation we were having earlier. I don't know if you listened, but if you did, you might have noticed. (laughs) They skip right to where they can find us on social media. brought it around. Bring it around. (laughs) So you can uh, find me on social media. Of course you can. (laughs) Um, On Twitter, Mrs. Burr Macklin. And on Instagram, at BridgetM37. Posting more photos Brooke took of me that are great. <laughs> um, Brooke? Um, you can find me at uh, Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram, drunk drafting at Brooke Wiseman. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that. No underscore. And if you put an underscore, I'll bruise your ego. She'll bruise your ego. And there and is nothing worse than that, my guys. Lego my ego. gorgeous um and collectively we are at splat podcast on twitter and instagram at gmail.com rate review subscribe please do that let us know what your thoughts let us know if we should do veronica mars yeah if you have feelings about veronica mars because nothing has been big it's this is like an in my new top three wow i think Uh, well you heard it here first (laughs) veronica mars the show that came out in 2004 you heard it here first folks we love you bye bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.